Well, I don't know much. because I feel this like the white kids was probably snorting Adderall and then drinking Four Locos. So that's not my problem. I ain't never died off Four Locos. I didn't either. I lived to tell the story. I've lived several times in Vegas to tell the story about Four Locos. See? They made it in Chicago, you know, so. The casino? Chicago is like the, the home. Oh, see, Dash taking his straight. He's like, don't give me. I don't have time for this. He juice. said it's already flavored. It's already flavored. <laughs> I don't play around. Right. We need some liquor. We don't have no more alcohol. Okay. Y'all. I need those <laughs> chips. Like, those chips are. Where the chips went? Those chips are done. You want you get me? The bags are done. I can't get the chips. They're not. No. You're not hot. Potato snacks. Nothing hits you. All right. Let me see. This is some Chicago shit. Let me try it. Hold on. All right. That's like, that's like mild on a hot dog. For the record, I like wise chips with barbecue. Oh, All right. Oh, oh. Is we ready? Who said wise chips barbecue? Yeah, wise. Bar- honey barbecue honey or regular barbecue? Yeah. Yo. That's a meal right there. Yo. It's a meal, y'all. <laughs> like, I was, not, I was really not fucking with New York snacks until. <laughs> Yo. Yo. That's, that's, a, that's a meal right there. Did they change your life? Every week on the show. They changed your life. Yo, that's a good, that's a job my kids over at the babysitter. That's yeah. Did my kids eat? They was like, yeah, they ate a whole bag of fucking, fucking chips and vanilla wafers. I was that's not good. We're back. Welcome back, guys. This is Katie and Alori, and the name of our show is Sex on Sunday with Katie and Olori. Um, we are joined by the wonderful, oh my God. the magnificent, Incomparable. the a little tipsy, the sexiest fuck. I'm just not <laughs> Tayomi, sexpert Tayomi. Hi, you guys. She's she's kicking. Oh my God. Okay. That's my fault. She and I have been giggling back and forth the whole time. I, okay. found, I found my new spirit animal over here. Spirit animal. Hey, Rob Chronicles. All right, so here's the thing. We've gotten through the first half of the episode where we talked about love. And just how vast and infinite and awesome love is. So now we get to the sex part of it, which is I know what everybody's been waiting to hear mm-hmm. about. So, hey girl. Hey girl, hey. I just want to launch right in. Okay, if y'all go on YouTube and <clears throat> and, go- and you don't Google and Google, search. Google is your friend. Me. She's so dope. I found her on YouTube giving tutorials on shit, on pole positions. Yeah. I learned and things. Like, yeah, Thank you. lots of things. You're welcome. Um, Thank you. You know, <laughs> I was told, I, one of our listeners said not to hold back. Um, everything from blowjobs, positions, anal, all of it. Um, Let's chat about the whole thing. And, um, you know, so she's a bold, fearless warrior and we're so proud to have her here and we're just gonna yeah. launch right in so but but wait wait but before we get to mm-hmm. the blowjobs and the anal and the positions like what brought you here like what did your journey look like for you like i'm talking about like from the beginning from like adolescence were you that kid that was forever curious because that was me <clears throat> so was what was that like for you well you know i was a virgin until 19 shout out to brooklyn because i lost word? my virginity in brooklyn hey. at pratt institute you know? Shout out to Pratt. Shout out to Clinton Hill, y'all. Okay. Clinton Hill. Clinton uh, Hill, chill. Yes, absolutely. And so, um, but when I was younger, I was always interested in it. Mm-hmm. You know, Cinemax mm-hmm. piqued my interest. Hey, mm-hmm. Skinemax was yes. a thing. Skinemax software was, was real. Uh, real. 
Alicia. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite thing sex, on cable was um, I was with Real Sex. I was. With did you ever watch that Anna Nicole, the Anna Nicole Smith, um, porn? No, mm. I wasn't a big like heavy porn watcher, but for some reason, like we had Cinemax back in the day, so we used mm-hmm. to sneak. And I think mm-hmm. my parents caught on to it, so they like X nay on the the whole like, Cinemax say, thing, pen, Cinemax <laughs> HBO Showtime shit. Right. So we got like basic cable. Right. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, was... hold on. Was your sister in on this too? Yeah. <laughs> like, what else was gonna happen? Yeah. <laughs> you know. So <laughs> it piqued my interest, but like, so when in my teenage years, I used to ask my mom, like, "Hey, um, I was really interested in all these documentaries on like Discovery Channel," and I would ask her to get her permission, like, "Hey, can I watch this show? It's about sex, but it's covering like the medical and the biological." She would okay. say, "Yeah." So I would watch a lot of documentaries on TV and go to the library and read books on like sex on the medical side and the biology. And then I started getting into the Kama Sutra, like when I got older in college and stuff, and actually started having sex. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> I was modeling at first, like my career was taking off; it was doing really well. I got cast on America's Next Top Model, whoop, whoop. and that was hey. great. But then, like, when I didn't make it into the house, and I only made it to, like, the first episode, like, stuff kind of took a turn with my modeling career. My dad was just like, look, you're a very talented writer. You need to use your writing. You'll get everything mm-hmm. you want if you use your writing. And I was like, okay. So I started a blog, and I was like, well... As a blogger, I have to write about something I will not get tired of talking about. And so I did some brainstorming. I was like, okay, what do I know a lot about? I won't get tired about, like, talking about, writing about. And I was like, two, I want to present something that's going to be of substance. I don't just want to, like, be out here blogging about mascara and blush and, you know, no shade to beauty bloggers. (laughs) Because beauty and fashion is where I come from as well. But I was like... I started a blog and it was doing well. You know, mm-hmm. Kanye even picked up some of my stuff. Shout out to oh, Kanye. Hey, Kanye. shout out to Kanye. But um, I was like, this it's not saving the world. It's not like helping people become better beings. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh yeah, sex. I know that very well. Right. And right. um started doing research and I did not see black women or black people, period, represented in the space. In a way that was not fetishized yes. or completely like ratchet. Yeah. In a healthy yeah. way. <clears throat> I'm not going to say any specific mm-hmm. names, but at the time when I was doing my research, there was a girl who was very vocal about sex, but she was very ratchet with it and it was very problematic. Mm. And so I'm like, well, no shade to her. She's got a following and all that. Great. But there needs to be somebody on the opposite end that's actually coming from an educated space, coming from a space of uh, allowing allowing people to uh, express themselves in a healthy way and represent black people in a way that's not fitting that, that narrative that they're so used to seeing us in. So I was right. like, all right. I'll be this representation instead of complaining like, oh, we don't have someone. So I went to an expo, a sex expo called Exotica Expo, and I now serve as their resident sex expert and seminar coordinator. That's amazing. Um, Wait, when is it? I want to come. So, in this area, Edison, New Jersey, Yes. the first weekend of November. We're there. there. We lit. We're there. It's lit. We're there. Are we going to BBQ's the day before? 
Hell yeah. Let's go. Boom. See? We can go tonight. Right, we can just go tonight. Are you a Scorpio? Oh, shout out to you, Scorpio. Brother, yes. So I went to that expo and I was like, if I could survive this and get through this without feeling weird or whatever, I know I can be in the sex industry. I went there and it was so much love. Mm. Everyone was so open and accepting, and I met my homegirl Sarah J there. Like, I'm not a big, huge like porn watcher. Mm-hmm. If I do watch porn, it's like research. Yeah. But I met. I didn't know a lot of the girls who were there, but I saw her, and she's a Scorpio too. Her day, mm. her birthday is a, a day before mine. Okay. And she made me feel so loved. Do you think there's something to that Scorpio thing? Hell yeah, it is Hell because yeah. Scorpios Marcus are. Marcus hollering about Scorpios. Scorpios have dominion <laughs> over sexuality and sexual organs. If you want to talk about. Astrology. Mm-hmm. So it's always been innate in me to gravitate towards this information. Mm-hmm. And so when I went to that conference, the uh, expo, I was like, okay, I can do this. Following year, started my blog. And literally, like within two weeks of me starting, I had a radio interview already lined up. And it just took off. Because the average person that knew me in Chicago, they were like, where this come from? You so quiet. Like, like I'm like, well, I am fucking too. Like, right. I'm quiet, but I'm like quiet. I'm busy it in thoroughly. You know. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I put the work out there and people just started resonating with it. And then I started my YouTube channel, which was an experiment, really. But I didn't see anybody at the time because now I feel like everybody copying me, but whatever. But you um, but, but <laughs> people go to it now though. Well, see, I started the page as an experiment, and I was like, I don't see anybody doing sex positions. Let me start it. So I started it, and I got like 100 hits, 200 hits, uh-huh. 500, 1,000. And then when it hit a million, I was like, oh, this shit real. Yeah, like, yeah, right. yeah. So I started taking it serious, and then like when I got a call from Comedy Central... To be on their show, uh, Tosh.0, I was like... You want Tosh.0? Yeah. Yes. Wow. wow. And it still plays. I still get residual checks. Hey. Hey. 2013, <laughs> I got cast. And it was... it was. Oh, yeah, no, dude She's is so dope. I love her. Right. So, I just so don't even wrong. understand. <laughs> it's, it's been a journey, but the journey has been amazing. And, like, the amount of people that I've been able to reach with what I do. Yeah. I've literally been able to reach... Probably at least 100 million people or more. That is 100 million eyes, I would say. Okay. Even if it's like the same eyes looking at my stuff. I've reached millions of people around the world just from being passionate about something that really is a... It's not hard to master sexuality. Yes. But you have to have willingness and you got to be unattached. Right. Because mm-hmm. people get so attached to like their fantasies and their yeah. desires and stuff and yeah. it's like... You know, um, if you would just loosen up a little bit, mm-hmm. you can still have these experiences, even if they do not come in the package right. that you expected. And even me being a sex educator, like I've dedicated my life to amassing this information and learning things as I go along because this thing changes. Yeah. Because it's form, it's not consistent. Right. So being an expert, people say, oh, well, what makes you an expert? Well, it's the fact that you understand that it can change. You have to understand the fluidity and how it's not static and (coughs) it's not stagnant. Thank you. Because sex doesn't look the same now as it looked five years ago, ten years ago, a hundred years ago. So that comes along with the understanding that it's not this fixed But see, you're smart. The average person is not. No shade. Mm -hmm. But the average person thinks very basically Mm -hmm. about sex. And so when they hear me say I am a sex spurt, let's break the word down. Sex spurt. Sexuality expert. Okay. Mm -hmm. This does not mean that I know every single last thing there is to know about sex right now. 
What that means is that I have, I know a lot and I've committed myself to learning more as this thing evolves. Right, right. So, you know, where you don't have the answers and you're not willing to seek out the answers, I am. And I'm fearless in experimenting using my body, which means nothing, in discovering explain, those answers. Explain which means nothing. Which means, yeah. Your body means that. nothing because you are a spirit. You Absolutely. are a spirit that chose to inhabit a body for this lifetime. Right. Your this body is, your vehicle. is a vehicle. God, look! Look! Hey, bro, cross in the corner! She went in the corner! She went in the So, you know, we choose to have these bodies, and these bodies do not control us. We control these bodies. Absolutely. We are spirits that are inside of these bodies. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. body means nothing. So, because I know that, I know I have dominion over my body, which means I'm not afraid to experiment with anything because I will not die, completely leave my body until I'm done doing the work I'm supposed to be here to do. Absolutely. So. Well, I just, well, thank you because you just confirmed something for me. Right, Dash? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm just saying. Go ahead now. Come on, Listen, you better go take on them fucking ropes because them ropes mean nothing. Mm -hmm. The ropes, the the, the ropes are, are just... Uh, an extension of who you are. And you give the ropes all the meaning they have. But I'm going to tell you something. When you get roped up, and when you get suspended, if you ever choose to go that route, it's such a peaceful place. Mm. Be- okay, let's, let's, let me give a little backstory. So last Lord. week I talked about on the show, one of my sex goals for 2018 was to get involved with the ropes and the shabari and the... And Do my it. inspiration Do it. was the very the the the, the Tyone Morgan yes. sitting here. Hey. Do um it. I read we gotta talk about that article a little bit later when yes. we when we talk to Dash and I'll tell you what the inspiration was. Um and so the following day I met Dash. And Dash was like, will you do this thing with... I was like, yeah. And then I kind of like, tried to back out of it this Don't week. Don't right? back no out. I tried to back out. No and then here comes Tyomi talking about... Listen. Live people. your life. I'm trying it's to tell people. you something. So many people in my life before I started exploring kink were adverse to it because of their own perceptions mm-hmm. of what kink mm-hmm. is. Right. But right. when I met Jess Setting Jasmine and King New War... My brother and yes. my sister. Yes, shout out. I love them. Love them. them. Are they um, coming back to the episodes show? Episodes three and four. Absolutely. Okay, King will great. be here in the spring. Yes. Shout out to King. Congratulations, Jasmine. Yes, congratulations. Is it happy? Oh, wait, that's so cute. Oh, my God. She's adorable. so cute. Did y'all both have Muslim men? Hello. Alhamdulillah. Look, I got one, too. Okay. Okay. Wait, am I missing out? No. Listen, no, I read in the Wall Street. <laughs> I, I literally just read in the Wall Street Journal that by 2050, Islam will be the most practiced yeah, religion you know, in the so, world. It's so interesting yes. because wow. I mean, you know, we're going off on an Islamic tra- um, um, tangent again. <laughs> we always um, go on a tangent. This show is the tangent. But for it to be so like hated in this country. It seems to be growing and growing. You know, they send the boys over to Afghanistan and Iraq and Syria and wherever, all these, and they all come back and convert. Because, like he said, 
Islam is love. Yeah. Submitting to the will God's of will, which is love. You're yeah. submitting to the will of love. Yeah. So there is nothing that is hateful about Islam at all. I fell in love with a man that grew up in Islam and is a man after God's own heart. So I have no issues with anybody Islamic. And I'm going to tell you something. Anytime we have ever been to a, a, a business establishment or met somebody who was Muslim, they took care of us. That's right. Listen, remember in, um, in Virginia? Mm-hmm. This is a story. I had an event that I was booked for by a, a young lady who worked with a particular company, not going to name the name, but... Um, she booked me for an event, and she did not understand what I told her as far as what I needed as far as the venue. Right. The, and so the venue that she chose was way too small. It was like the size of this studio. Mm. And I had 20 women that were there to do my Ride em Cowgirl class. We need mirrors, and we need space to stretch right. out and move like our bodies. a body. dance studio yeah. or something. That yeah. wasn't going to work. The mm-hmm. woman who owned the space was Muslim. Wow. Mm. This woman <laughs> got on the phone had connects in her phone and had a studio for us within an hour. She That's saved amazing. the day. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. You know, because she <laughs> she saved the day. And I'm just laughing, because, mantra, okay? I'm laughing <laughs> because my dad would be completely appalled by this. <laughs> but he would be like, well, at least they're, you know, at least they think listen, listen, I already told you my dad would be appalled. My dad was a Pentecostal minister, so the fact that Ooh, we are... Jesus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All of the hellfire and damnation. I told him, I said, Dad. I said, Dad. I'm, yeah, I'm recording this podcast. He said, well, what's the podcast about? I said, are you sure you want to know? He's like, yeah. I said, well, Dad... It's, it's, you know, sex and sexuality. He goes, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, he just sucked on a lemon. I'm like, well, you asked. No shade, but your dad needs a dick suck. You know what I'm No, you no know what? I'm not doubting that it's happening. He has a new girlfriend, and he's, like, hella happy. Yo, yeah, because he, he gets his dick sucked. I'm sure he's, like, doing a Dougie and some pussy right now. It's so true. <laughs> like, yo, when you, like, sick, when you sick or going through some shit, have some sex. Shouts out to you, yo, daddy, because last night. Have some sex, and your shit be right. It's Listen, not a game. Right. Sex makes everything just better, you know? Me and Bae going through a situation. I'm sorry. And my my shoulder hurt. Okay, rest. Oh, <laughs> listen, please. But I already know. You gotta listen. To I'm about to say, you know where I was at before I got here. Hey, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> this man has he he has something to say about this. Okay, <laughs> we are listening. All right. So yesterday I wasn't feeling so good in my body. I was feeling a little sick, and I was like, oh, the program eagle is attacking me. <laughs> mm. I said, I texted. Her, I said, I need to rest with my wife. <laughs> and, um, in a man, people, in a man and wife way. We get it. Yes, and by the way, rest does not just mean sleep because we all know you mm-hmm. can go to sleep and wake up unrested, right. and unsettled, mm-hmm. feeling awful. Feeling so when I say rest, I mean healing. Healing can take any form, including sex. Absolutely, which is what we did mm-hmm. all night. Hey, hey. So hey. it's not. I mean, if you think you're feeling sick. Don't act sick. Act like a, how a healthy person would act. Don't allow your body to tell you that you are a body. Like she just said, the body is nothing. It is nothing. You have dominion over it. So you decide what you're going to do with the body and what it means to you. So I said my rest and healing will be in joining in love with you, not just going to sleep, because sleeping is not a guarantee for rest. Now he went rest hard. is of the mind and the, the heart. He went hard. Yes. <laughs> but he be knocking me. He knocked my soul out of my body. Like, I can't even explain. <laughs> he knocked my soul out of my body to the point where I don't even know I'm asleep. 
Then I wake <laughs> up and I'm like, what happened? I think it's like a few seconds later. No, it's like 30 minutes to an hour later, you know. I don't know what he does, but the shit's magical. Spiritual. Okay, so wait, I have a question. Because I saw this on Instagram, and I just wanted to ask you about this, about you being a little. Oh, yes. Let's talk about that, please, if you want to. You know, if you're comfortable. Of course I don't. Okay, cool, yay! So, um... (laughs) She's been talking about this. (laughs) It's crazy, because... But like you gotta said, explain it in a way. My listeners, are, I will. Our and listeners are, are listeners. Some of them. If you yeah. want to learn more about my journey and also what it means to be a little and how it plays out in your relationships with women, you can go on CassiusLife.com. Cassius like hey. Cassius Clay. CassiusLife.com. And I wrote an entire article about what it means to be a little and how it plays out in your relationships. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. basically, what being a little is, it is a form of play within BDSM where the typically it's a female playing the role of a baby girl and her partner plays the role of a dominant daddy. And I have been a little for as long as I can remember. Yeah, like Wait, what? No, But this is but this is what like Follow me, follow me. So explain to me what the hell a little is, because I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so again, for the third time, three is a charm. A little is a woman, a grown ass woman that chooses, <laughs> chooses. I just want to make sure I'm getting this. A little is a grown ass woman that chooses to play the role of a little girl, like three to six years old. Mm. You talk in a baby voice, you play with toys, you may um, put your hair in barrettes, you may you wear, wear headbands, you, you wear animals, onesies, you, have you a got blankie, stuffed animals. Exactly. Now, is there is there like, all right, so, I mean, I'm turned on by it, but I just want to know, like... <laughs> I said, I'm into it. Yeah, I'm uh, into it. Up? I'm into all of it. But what does it do for you? And what does it do for your It makes your partner? me feel safe. Mm. It's a security it, that goes along there's a, with There's it. a lot of security that yeah. goes with mm-hmm. it, and it allows me to live out that part of my childhood that mm-hmm. I didn't get the chance to live out. Okay. And I never wanted to lose my childhood. Right. I had oh, you a, held on for listen, a reason. Well, she, you didn't break I played with until Barbies it. until I was 14. Because yeah. okay. Barbies were lit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I had Barbie everything. <laughs> I was a spoiled child as far as... We got everything we wanted. Yes, we did. We got everything we wanted. <laughs> we had Barbie Dreamhouse, Barbie Cruise Ship, yeah. Barbie right. Camper, Barbie Convertible, Barbie whatever the fuck we had it. So Barbie was lit. Barbie yes. was lit. Barbie had weaves. I put she sew-ins had, in look, Barbie's hair. Look, shout out to you. Make okay. Balls. Haircuts, everything. You put, we, you put sew-ins in Barbie's hair. First of all, Barbie yes, yes, had yes. the pop in his hair ever. Yes, Barbie had the pop in his body. Bar- yeah. yeah. So I didn't want to leave. Was Ken. Who, wait, but who did nasty with the who did nasty with we, the who did yeah, yeah, me, 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 because <laughs> on Twitter, <laughs> they were, on Twitter, oh, trap shit. on Twitter, they were like, "Oh, they had they made this big announcement. Barbie's now lesbian." I was like, "Shit, oh, damn. my Barbie's been lesbian since 1998." <laughs> 
Since 98. But my thing was. Because she was a lesbian with Kenya. Right. Or what was that? What was Imani? What was the dog's name? Barbies was scissoring. But it was so crazy because it was like, it's still Barbie. Even though it's Kenya, it's still Barbie. You know what I mean? It's so fucking sick. Exactly. It's crazy. So I never wanted to lose my childhood. And I was like, I'm not going to lose it. I'm still going to watch cartoons. I'm still going to wear onesies. All that stuff. And so. Even when I hit that threshold of like 13, 14, I still continue to be, a, I still continue to hold on to my childhood. Mm-hmm. I have a, a collection of teddy bears I've had for years. Mm-hmm. I've seen every episode of SpongeBob, yes. any other like cartoon. Sailor Moon! I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. Pokemon, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Z Kai, Dragon, you know, Full Metal Alchemist. Is this a turn for you? Bleach, everything. It's a total turn on for you. Yes. You hear that, people? (laughs) You hear that? I get it. I I totally get it. Tell us a little bit more about about what what turns you on about it. You talking to me? Yes. He's like, oh, you now? Yes, sir. Okay. So. What turns me on is that she's free and she's doing what she wants to do. And the thing is, being expressing yourself as a little or a daddy or a dom or a sub or whatever you want to call it, it's an expression of yourself. It's not that you are necessarily a little or a dom or whatever. That's a part of you that you're expressing. Such as some people say, oh, I'm shy. You're not shy. There's a part of you that's shy because you're not shy in every situation with every person every time. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, for her to express herself, and especially um, for me, it's a form of her submission to my leadership. Yes. And being comfortable and safe in trusting me. Trust. Yes. So, so important. it always comes trust back to trust. I'm actually writing a book on trust right now. Mm. And that's my third book of the series. The first one is Love Is Not a Game, which is out on Amazon. Google it. Next is Communication Is Not a Game, all about communication. And then this one is about trust is not a game. Hmm. So we're talking about trust here. I guess I'm going to have to start reading books again. I yes, know. I know. <laughs> Join our webinar tomorrow. I want to um his I want books to... are mm-hmm. not like the typical book that gives advice where it's a whole bunch of stories, it's straight to the point. Okay. Yeah. I want to I want to bring in um our guest who's been super super quiet. He yeah. is actually <laughs> um a daddy or a dom, You're and a he's dom, a yes. shabari all artist, <laughs> and all of the above. Let's chat. So yeah. let's talk. Let's talk. And his up? name is Sir Dashington. Dashington. Sir Dashington. Dashington. Hey, welcome. Yeah. So, t- can you explain a little bit about what what we're what we're talking about here? Well, and- I am a in 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 the BDSM world. I'm, I'm considered a, a top because I don't necessarily have a sub that I. A sub that's collared, right? So, um, being a top and I'm a performer, I um, I have clients. I have I, I deal with a lot of different females and a lot of different sub, a lot of different women in different situations. So I I, I have some women who are really bratty. I have some who are, are littles. I have some that are are switches. You know what I'm saying? It's different type of different type of women. So you got to know how to be. I, I, I've been lucky to to be able to um, be around different type of women, so I'm able to adjust and move accordingly to, according to the women's needs. You know right. what I mean? And so do they? And, um, so do they? <clears throat> do they? How does it happen? Do they approach you? I spoke. We spoke to a dom last week, so it's sort of. But it's 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 awesome it's to game. hear from a woman, mm-hmm. right? And then you know, have you here also? Um, 
you know, do you, they approach you or how does um, it happen? I get, I, I, I get, I get approached a lot. Like, I don't never have to worry about, like, finding muses and stuff like that. Like, I do, it, it's a constant thing. So, right. I, for me, I, I, I put myself in a, a situation where I'm in a constant routine of finding different women to be able to do my art on. Okay. I started all this as an artist first. So, for me, it's all about the art. You right. know what I'm saying? Like. If nothing else, we could just do this as art. You know what I'm saying? But then right. I learned as as I got into it, I learned that it was much deeper than that, and I learned that the connection that I was getting with women was was more of a, uh, it's it very deep the the connection I had with them and, and and how I'm able to get them from being somebody who's vanilla who doesn't really know anything about the situation or know anything about BDSM, and get them into in, into that world. I feel like I'm, a, I'm more of like an introductory type of situation. I'm a okay. very sensual person. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So. Um, I know that when I first got into like BDSM, there were some things that turned me off, and the things that turned me off, I realized that they probably turned a lot of our people off. Which were that you go there's like a lot of white people. First of all, you know what I'm saying like you see all you see is white people, and then you go in there, and, and then this guy has all this. Uh, what you learn from the outside is a lot of taboo things about it. So you we come into it, you you know. First of all, my whole story, how I even got into it, like, is, is very, very, very weird. Like, I, I had no clue about none of this shit. Mm-hmm. None of it. Was that your experience, Tommy? Like, I literally... <laughs> like, I, I had no clue. Like, I, I, I was married. I, I was married yeah. for 10 years. I, I married, divorced, and I spent time in and out of the relationship. I, I'm, I'm, I'm 40 years old right now, and I didn't get into this until I was 20, 20 to, to, to 37. You know, I mean, I've only been doing this for three years. Like, don't crack. Hello. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I had a whole lifetime I, I spent before I even got into this. And it kind of got into it. Like, I, I was I'm out here in Brooklyn, and I was doing these parties called the Mad Tea Art Party. And basically, I was I was serve shroom tea to everybody. Uh-oh. Oh, all shit. You made shroom tea? I get them all zoot over shrooms, and I put craft paper on the walls and have people just draw. You know, people just yeah. feel free to do what they want to do. So I started doing I started doing these um these different the performances. Yeah, that... I want some. I want some. But it must have been the hustle. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I didn't do it. I am. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Okay. Never mind. Let me get throw up. I don't like that. I, I, I like shrooms. I like shrooms. I, I, I didn't throw up one time. Street where I need to be. But anyway, I used to do these, <laughs> these events. And um, so I started doing like um, visual performance art. And I would have people like um, dance, uh, uh, yogi artists or hula hoopers dance in front of a canvas. And I would throw black light paint on them. And um, make like a canvas painting at the same time while they were performing. I've seen those um, movies on your Instagram mm-hmm. page. What's your Instagram page? Um, in the, uh, erotic ropes by Dash. Erotic ropes. Erotic ropes by, by Dash. Dash on on IG. Mm-hmm. Um, if you check it, it's, it's all purple. Everything purple. You know what I'm saying? I, I kind of I, I got sucked into the black lights. And 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 it's beautiful. <laughs> and, it's beautiful. And, and, and it's I, I, I've never seen anything like it. So. It's totally unique. So basically, I had this friend of mine who asked me, to, who asked me to. She said, "I want. She wanted me to spank it with flogger whips and make a painting." I had no idea what a flogger whip. I had flogger to go, whips are the shit. Yeah, I had, I had to look up. For Is that what whips. I had? I was like flogging whips. Yeah. <laughs> no clue. I love flogger. So it's crazy, right? So so before this event. I start to um I start research. I was like, I'm doing this. I'm like, is anybody else doing this stuff? So I start looking, and as I'm looking and trying to find stuff, I find shibari and rope art. Oh, it's and, so beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And it's me being beautiful. um, I'm a, I, I grew up Seventh Day Adventist, 
in Seventh Day Adventists, we had this thing called uh, Pathfinders. Pathfinders is like basically Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts for 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 Christian kids. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. And so they made us learn all their knots, learn all our ropes, learn all that oh, stuff. Okay. And so survival. I, yeah, I used to learn all that stuff as camping. Like we, they teach us that the end of the world is coming, and you got to be prepared, and you know how to make campfires and all this extra shit. So we we rapture time. yeah 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 like getting ready for the rapture type stuff. So I was we were doing all that stuff as kids, and I learned all this rope. So as I was like looking, as soon as I seen Shabar, I was like. I could do that shit. Like, I could do that. Like, you know what I mean? And I literally went out to the store, got me some regular rope. I had a mannequin at the crib, and I practiced a one tie before I did this show. And so now I have a show coming up, and I'm about to tie this girl up, and I'm a body painter. i never done it before, and I didn't, I didn't even know this was even BDS. I just was like, straight up, I'm just going to do this because it's artistic. It looked dope. And um, I'm on his I, page, you guys. I had this page. show, and um, I did the show. And after I did it, people went fucking nuts, and I was like, "Oh, this yeah. might be something I could get into. Let me get, get, you know, get a little, you know, further into it." And I met this one girl. She put me on to Fet Life, and she said she posted me a pictures on Fet Life and um in your videos. And I was like, from this one show I had, I was like, okay. I soon I posted some pictures on Fet Life. People started hitting me up to, go, to do their, like the dungeon play parties. I had no idea what a dungeon play party was. I was like, whatever. I'm going to go <laughs> and see what this is. I'm going to tie somebody up and throw some paint on them and see what happens. I went to this party, and um, like the people you said, the people in the lifestyle were really cool and down to earth. They, are. they knew I ain't no shit, but they still like, yo, they, they embraced me and was like, yo, you know, keep doing what you're doing. And it, it just started from there, and I just like got into it and started getting deeper into it, and I started realizing... You know, I'm a Brooklyn opportunist, so as a certain thing oh, started seeing, I started seeing, I was like, oh shit, like this can, okay. Oh, and it's, it's all sort of coming together, and as and it's still a, a journey for me. I'm only three years into this. Um, I say I spent the first year and a half just learning how to tie people up in different ways and different things. I told my friends, come by the house, we have tie parties, and I would tie everybody up Let me in the tell house. tell you how God works. You hit me up on social media like months mm-hmm. ago. Is that I told right? Her, I yep. told her. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. He hit me up. Great. He hit me up. When he came in and said he do glow in the dark stuff, I was like, I know this dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he hit me up on social media like months ago, and we just never connected. Mm-hmm. And then he tried to connect again, and I was like, I don't got the time. I'm sorry. Right, right, Whatever. Was Charlotte one time. I was like, I'm right. In Charlotte. I was in Charlotte, was like, oh, and he good. was in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, I'm not here for that. I'm here to like something else. And so, look at how God works that you're in the same place with us. And my husband just said, I want to learn how to tie and be a master at this. And we've reached out to other people, and there hasn't been anything that has, like, (laughs) really been solidified between us and other people. Mm -hmm. But then here we are in the same room, and you have another aspect to it, which is the whole glow-in-the-dark thing. So... You know, check out yeah. Sex on Sunday. That's what I'm saying. Hey. That's how God works, man. It's all divine order. Like. It is. It is. It is. That's fine. It's funny. I love Brooklyn. For my sexual liberation. I've been trying to hook up with her for like a minute. Just to, like, I'm when I when like when I first got into like I did like researching, right? Researching was like. I was looking for different people, black sisters and black fun black sisters that's into this stuff. I was like, mm-hmm. I am not about to do this with the white people. I love them. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, I, I love my white. I'm like, yo, like, yo but like, yo, this, this is. I love my white. Yes. white. I remember the first day, the time I went to that one dungeon party, and the first time I went, it was cool, but I felt weird because it was like a lot of white people. It was more but white I, people than black true. people. I don't want to be And that I did my thing, and they were cool, and it was it was all love. But at the same time, I was like. If I could figure out how to get sisters into this, mm-hmm. it'd be a, it's a thing. So I made I made that my journey, like finding like people like, and it's weird because now I'm like in a weird role. I, I do the artsy fartsy thing and I do the BDSM thing, and 
I found a way to be able to get sisters into this and start moving. A lot of sisters see me and they're like, oh, I've been trying to find a brother that does this. Mm-hmm. So I, I realized that that was my thing. And so I was like, okay, let me just figure out how to make it all work. And it's been... Man, that's gold. Let's do it. It's, like, it's, been, it's, been, it's been working, you know? It is nothing to be a muse. Yes. Right. Right. I'm here for all of this. All right, let's get down to some real sex talk, right? So okay. now we know who everybody is yes. and... You know what everybody does, right. and um, and so now I think it's time. We had some questions, of course. Uh, they're in another page. One of the questions was, and this one is for Tyomi, um, and everybody can answer it though, right? Especially us girls. I wish you had a mic, Jenna. Yeah, scooching, scooching with me somewhere. Anyway, um, the question is from a from a man. And he wants to talk about large penises. Ah! Right? His thing is <laughs> the pros and the cons. Like, what's up? Hold on. Let me. Hold on. Hold on. Because she knows I already who know. she always knows. I, who... I already know who this is. Okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. If the size is there and you're strictly relying on size, <laughs> you might as well not Speak have on the it. size. Um, technique makes the world of a difference. Yes, it does. Can't just be trying to jackhammer away, bruising my cervix up, okay, and not really be worried about how I'm feeling. You're not about to masturbate with my body. Right. That's out. out. And you better have some longevity. Right. Well, think about the longevity because if you're doing some old extra weirdo shit, like, I'm not into it. Don't be trying to be on the longevity shit because I'm going to walk out. Anyway. Develop your technique so that you don't have to rely solely on your size because what there are but it. but seriously I think <laughs> you know and Tyler could probably I'm not expound on because, this but there are some some cons. A head wrap con- chronicles <laughs> <it up. laughs> she already said it you're not about to masturbate with my body she said it she said it but there are for me personally I'm not I'm not a fan of the oversized dong. I'm not because one, it's not pleasurable all the time, especially if, like you said, they don't have. Y'all technique. got this. I'm you... not saying nothing. Y'all got it. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, <laughs> nah we have. Please. They want to hear from you, right? Y'all, y'all, you know what? We are the same. We are not separate. We are not separate from each other. They are saying it all. So continue. <laughs> no, Listen. that's 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 where I stand. I think it's. It. I think they're. I think they're overrated. Personally, this is Katie talking. I think they're overrated. I think, um, you know, you know, there's a coochie for every dong. Yes, absolutely. Right. So don't all feel like, yeah, you know, um, and when I find my right size, I'm good with that. That size may not be enough for another sister, but you know, that you know, it is what it is. So I don't know if we answered your question. The cons are for me pain. Right. Ow. I don't know. When I see, okay, I ain't, I'm, when I see people, guys with extra large dicks, right, I always feel like they can't enjoy it the way they really oh would like to enjoy God. it. I feel, I feel like they're only getting half of the stat. Exactly. They're only getting half. It's like half of their dick is still not even getting wet. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm like, damn, they must not Agreed. be getting wet. Agreed. Agreed. You got to work your way. I have to get the to the, the bottom of the shit. Average is enough. Yeah. Yeah. Average is cool. Give me a good awesome. eight and a half. 
don't know, Aver- nine. A- average is cool because all that extra shit, like you got to work your way up to it. It's you all about girth. You got to do all kind of yoga stretches. Mm-hmm. You got to make it's sure it's girth. wet, 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 wet. Right. And you got to do you a little, you like have a little chubby dick. I love chubby dick. I'm not sucking dick. No, I'm not sucking no extra large dick. It's too much work. It's too much work. I want to feel good about myself. You know what I'm saying? If I can't go all the way down... You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm like, like, deep throat. I'm not what, what am I saying what am that I, I can't doing? take no 12-incher. I can Ooh. take it that I have. Yeah, it's But okay. my whole thing is what pisses me off is that these men sit up here and act like your size is everything that matters because you it's watch so much not. fucking porn. Right, You right. watch porn and get you conditions in your mind. You angles. You're doing all yeah. kind of stupid shit. Like, you there's no camera here. You get conditioned. Thinking that size is all that matters because the women that you admire in porn are the ones like, yeah, daddy, I'm taking it. But they're fucking acting. Let me tell you something. As a woman, as a woman that has shot porn, (laughs) been on porn sets, done makeup for porno stars, all of that, I'm going to tell you something. They are not turned on by the men that they Fuck. It's a job. It's They're a job. turned on by the money. And there's no type of foreplay that goes on before Mm-mm. they get on camera. So they probably the shit be, be dry sore. as fuck. Right. Sometimes they have <laughs> noon. You know what I'm saying? It, it's not what you think it is. So if you're watching porn and you're judging your size and you're judging your stroke and you're judging your game off of acting, you are freaking in Accurate. You're already operating and from a deficit at that point. your size is not what matters. It's first of all the Motion. connection. Right. It's the, the connection. connection. Thank you. It's and the emotion. connection you have <laughs> with the person you're having sex with, whether it's a man or a woman. Secondly, size does not matter, matter as much as you think it does. Where size does matter, I will say this, is like you said, the puzzle pieces. If you have a dick that is a elephant-sized dick and you're having sex with a woman whose vagina is narrow and small, you're going to kill her. Right, you're okay? going to hurt her big time. You're, mm-hmm. And when I say kill her, that's not a compliment. You're no. literally you're going to hurt damage. the woman. You're going to yeah. hurt her. You need it's not to be, be with some, Exactly. You got to be with somebody who a matches your size. Yeah. So if you are a big dick nigga, you need to be with a big dick bitch. It's at the end of the day, you got to be equally yoked. Right. As far as physicality is Absolutely. concerned. So Absolutely. if you think that because you have a big dick that in some way you're superior than the other man. It's not man. true. It's, it's not, not true. true. I'm going to tell you who has more of an advantage. The average size dick man. Oh, God. The five he's to six wonderful. inchers. He's, he's yes, wonderful he's because... He's hitting all the spots. He's versatile. He's hitting and he's all the spots real easy. He, and he's creative. He's, he's creative. He's, but what? I'm going to tell you something. He's eating good the average, coochie. Hello. The average size penis fits the average size vagina because the average size penis can touch all parts of the vagina when it penetrates. Right. And guess what? The vagina when it's fully length, it's only like five to six inches. Is that so, right? Yeah. Go look it up on the Kinsey no, Institute. No, we believe you. The See, Kinsey we just, Institute. You're here. Kinsey we were. We the were. Kinsey yeah. Institute got all the facts. Yeah. You want to know biological to facts? Institute. Yeah. Shout out to Indiana. Six, yeah. Five yeah. to six inches. Listen, you want to know facts. Yeah. If you want to know facts about biology, Kinsey Institute is it. And people irritate me when they try to come for me like I'm not telling the truth. I I you cite, can't argue with science. You cannot argue with science. The Kinsey Institute and the Center for Disease Control both follow me on social media All and right. I follow them religiously and I get Hello. my facts from them. So I'm not pulling this shit out my ass for fun. At the end of the day, 
Size only matters when it comes to compatibility. Mm -hmm. But if you think that because you have a big dick, you're somehow superior in your sexual skill to the man that has an average size dick, you're wrong. You've absolved yourself. You're absolving yourself of any requirements to grow as a sexual being because your dick is big. Like, that's not it. It's like this. It's like, um... It's like, um... It's like having to write a paper, right? Everybody has to write a paper. Right. But you think that because you have a bigger pen that is a different color, that somehow you having that bigger pen that writes in a different color, it's going to make the content of what you're writing about any, any different. If you don't have a solid take on what you're going to write about and know how to accurately write down and depict what it is you're thinking in a way that, that the next person can actually receive, then don't it doesn't matter what how big your pen is or what color ink it is because it's not going to translate to the next person. Literally, pe- men with big dicks will harm... Like, I've been in situations where I've had my um, ovaries damaged. What? Mm. Oh, I bruised my cervix that before. Ov- that shit hurts like shit. Yeah, that ovarian yeah, cyst that I had... I won't do it. Listen, oh, I had ovarian cyst too. That shit I is no joke. I, I had an it. ovarian Mm-mm. cyst that... Uh, was the size of a racquetball. And for those that don't know, o- ovaries, women's, uh, which are equivalent to testes, men's yeah. balls. Yeah. Our ovaries that hold all of our eggs are the size of a walnut. Mm-hmm. I had an ovarian cyst the size of a racquetball. Wow. It was sitting on top of my ovary, causing a lot of pelvic pain and back pain to the point where I almost could not walk. And that ovarian cyst was blood-filled. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, it was a hemorrhagic cyst. Exactly. I've had those before. No, It those was blood-filled because I had an experience with a lover of mine who was a 10-incher that hit me in the wrong way, and I and kept doubled you. over. No, mm-hmm. he hit me one time. That's only And I doubled over in pain. And I had okay. cramping and bad pelvic pain the rest of the day, and... Once it subsided, I thought nothing of it. You know who this is. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that, um, I ended up, you know, going to the doctor and I had this cyst. Mm-hmm. Now, that cyst eventually ruptured, but um, and the blood went back into my body. But yeah. if it would have, if it, well, no, it didn't rupture. It punctured. Okay. If okay. it would have ruptured, I could have died. That would have been a totally right. different I could have died. Yeah. But, um, you know, we were going hard in our play and he didn't know, and he's innocent, you know what I mean? But he didn't know that he was doing something that could harm me. But right, right. with that cyst being blood-filled and not fluid-filled, fluid fluid yeah. um, that could have ended my life if it would have ruptured. Mm. Right. And right. the day... Cysts are dangerous, you so guys. Like, keep up with Very dangerous. Keep up with The cons is So you... what do you suggest for men with big dicks who, you know... Take it easy. So let me just put the cons listen. out here, just to make it clear. Having a big dick and going hard as your beloved little Wayne and all these niggas in the rap industry tell you to do, what that can do is actually harm a woman more than it can pleasure her. Because um, even though vaginas are resilient, uh, the tissues that make up the organs within our pelvis are not do not generate the same way other cells do. So when the cervix is damaged, 
when those cells regenerate and heal, they may not heal correctly, which can cause dysplasia. Mm -hmm. And dysplasia can lead to cervical cancer, which has no symptoms until it's like in stage four. And even in stage four, it may not have symptoms. And many women die unknowingly of cervical cancer because of that reason. So dysplasia can lead to that. And you continually bruising the cervix can lead to that. That's, That's an issue. Also, tilted yeah. uterus mm. that can have an it. You could, women can have issues with delivering babies and conceiving because of that, and also have pelvic pain because of that. Twisted fallopian tubes that shits happen, and it's very uh, all painful. All this from 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 from, from having a big dick and thinking mm. that just going hard and not listening to a woman when she's in pain. It, it can happen, right. you know. Also, uh, the ovarian cyst situation, you know, going so hard to where you're rupturing something and the body is creating a cyst to collect the blood that has, you know, is, is coming from you penetrating so hard that you're creating a scar. Right. So you got to be careful. If you got a big dick, it's not about you going hard and trying to go deep all the time. Right, the vagina right. is only five to six inches long when it is fully erected. If you have seven inches and above, you are not going to necessarily fit entirely into the vagina, especially if a woman's vagina is smaller than the average. Right. You need to take your time. You need to really Lubricate. Re- Lubricate and rely and on shallow penetration. Yes, yeah. and be and be patient. patient. There patient. are consequences when you have a big dick. That thing can become a weapon, and the average woman, <laughs> see, it can. It's a weapon we of mass it. destruction. Yes. And the average woman's not that educated about her body. Absolutely, I am. So when I felt stuff going wrong, like, I went to out. my doctor. Game over. I talked to her. I got an ultrasound and found out what was going on. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And so. Just because you have a big dick does not mean that you are automatically a good lover. A good lover is conscious about how he is affecting the woman he's entering. And if she is... If she's squimishing, if she's, like, wincing at something, if she's yelping, if her body is clenching up, if she seems like she's in a defense, you need to stop. Or, wait, no, no, no. No, no, or running. Because y'all motherfuckers love saying this shit. Oh, why are you running? First of all, (laughs) hey, hey. You're hurting me. You're hurting me, bitch. You're hurting me. (laughs) It's not that I'm running, because I can take dick all day. Please believe that. You're doing something wrong. But when I'm pushing back with my feet or hands or anything or my vagina, Vagina's getting tight or dry, especially receptive. If the vagina's getting dry, that means that you're doing something that Wrong. the v- vagina perceives as a threat right. to it. Yeah. The vagina is extremely smart. And if your semen is a threat, meaning there's something wrong in, like not wrong, but something abnormal in yeah. your DNA yeah, yeah. that that woman's body does not uh, receive. Her vagina will get dry, create a natural spermicide, and be a defense to you. The reason why some women don't get pregnant. Wow. Okay? And if the vagina perceives you as a threat, it will get dry, it will get tight, and it will shut you out. Do not force your way in because right. at so the end of the day, so that's right. So the rape. vagina is like right. a badass bitch? Yeah. Uh, it's the, the original bad knows- bitch, first of all. <laughs> right. the, the vagina knows your interests more than you do. 
because our yeah. with 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 our own perception, and we do not perceive our own best interests. With our perception, we're like, he's so fine. I want to give him all this pussy. Da da da. You ever done like, bitch, please. girl, bye. First of all, like sit I'm your about, dumb ass look, down. Bitch, Hold on, <laughs> like, hey, hey, shut up. I got Yo, this. A Lori, a vagina be like, I'm about to get this bitch a used Right, right. This bitch don't know what to do with me. She don't have no. She don't got the sense to pour the piss out the blue thing. Instructions was on the bottom. I'm running things. And the crazy part is, like, this question and the the answer to this question is probably a lot deeper than what he expected. But this is the truth. And every big dick dude out there needs to hear this because not every woman's going to be able to take all of what you have. Right. And be fine with that. Like, be take it easy. Like, don't walk that. around with your chest poked out about the shit, but be fine with it. Like, relax. So, moving on, we had another question from um, from um, a listener, and she wanted to talk, she wanted to know how you tap into your inner, um, your inner feminine, your inner, um, shoot, I have to go back to the question, but it was like your inner sexy. How you tap into that. Well, First of all, you have to grant yourself the permission. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you do not feel that this is something that you can do and should be doing, you gotta tell yourself, first of all, your sensuality and your sexual energy is very much so a part of who you are. Mm-hmm. And it's your birthright to access that right. energy. You have to feel you have a right to it. You have to feel you have a right to it and you have to create create a safe space for yourself to do that. Mm-hmm. Secondly, relinquish all of your attachments to what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Because in this world and in our society... Give an example. What do you mean by that? Well, in our society, sexuality looks like a lot of things. It looks like a skinny white woman who, you know, got little titties and you know, flat ass, ass, whatever. Society and mainstream... Brooke Shields. Yeah, at Brooke Shields, there you go. In media, sexuality looks like something very specific. Mm -hmm. It looks like um, a woman that is, like, completely strong and, like, secure and unafraid and, Mm -hmm. and ready to ravage at any moment. But every woman's sexuality is not going to be expressed in that way. So release any type of attachment you have to what sexual expression looks like mm-hmm. and then go within. And when I say go within, this means spending time with yourself. Yeah. Have a journal on standby because you want to write down all of your experiences. But truly take that time to be by yourself. No phone, no computer, no nothing mm-hmm. to really go within and you will get the answers. Tap into your root chakra, tap into your sacral chakra, tap into who you are and really get the answers from within to seek out who you are as a sensual being because it's a part of all of us. I remember. Sexual energy is creative energy. And whether you use that energy to be sexual or not, you're using that energy to create things, whether it's children, projects, get your work done, whatever. So to, the way to tap into that energy is first to give yourself permission. Secondly, release and relinquish any type of expectations or images you have about what it means to be sensual. And thirdly, go within to release that and be unapologetic yeah. about how it how it manifests. Right, what that looks like. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. 
you know, because like I remember like not having it. Like I told you earlier, like there there are periods where my libido just like goes away. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like the most awful thing. And um, you know, I think about those things that like um that suppress it. You know, harboring a lot of masculine energy, being the being the top when you really want right. to be a bottom. Bottom, yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, I tell people all the time, there is a very small subject, a subset of people in our society that don't have libido at all. They are considered to be asexual and it's less than 1% of the entire world population. Mm -hmm. But for those of us that feel that we've lost our libido, that's not true. You haven't lost it. It's simply suppressed. So you have to think of the libido as like a, uh, a spring. And you have things that sit on top of that spring that suppress it from being in its full capacity. So whether it's stress, societal expectations, trauma from the past, which is a very heavy suppressor, yes. mm -hmm. health issues, which is a very heavy suppressor, um, expectations, whatever. All those things just sit on top of your libido and suppress it. But it, it's not until you decide to make a conscious decision to uh, remove those things that your libido will return because your libido hasn't been lost. It's simply repressed. Okay. And uh, unless you're asexual, mm -hmm. which again, less than 1% of the world population. All right. Um, so women have to realize that they have to be open in order to be penetrated. You have to be open. And when I say penetrated, I don't even just mean physically. Right. Because as spiritual beings, our sexuality starts in our minds. Absolutely. That's right. Oh, God. The brain is the largest sex organ, and everything that has to do with sexuality begins with the chemical release that happens in your brain that then trickles, trickles down to the rest of your body. Mm -hmm. So if your mind is not in it, your body is not going to follow. Now, right. sometimes people, um, our bodies have an, an automatic response because the sexual arousal process is controlled by the autonomic nervous system. Right. Which, that's involuntary. We cannot control that as mm. we are. Right, that's your response to stimuli. It doesn't necessarily exactly. mean that you're connected to the person, but exactly. that's just what your body does under that particular so some people who like have been raped or whatever, they're like, "Well, I didn't want it, but my body responded," and it's right. like, it's "Like, your don't body. carry that, that shame. Like, right. you had no control dynamic. over that." Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. What, Absolutely. What can? Okay, so here's a question hmm. for me, right? Um, I'm curious to know because somebody actually described to me. I won't mention any names because they're in the room. How they get a person to squirt. <laughs> how they get the so this is like a two people question so what's your take on oh <laughs> <laughs> it might be some squirting going on in here <laughs> it's I'm a with this man so please explain to me um what the hell that is because, well, I mean, you know. Squirting is the uh, female version of ejaculation. Okay. Squirting occurs when certain stimuli arouse a woman to the point where she feels like she wants to excrete 
her uh, fluids, which they come from the skin's gland. The skin's gland is, is basically like a shriveled up version of the prostate. And in the male prostate, that's where prostatic fluid is created, where the sperm cells, spermatozoids, spermatozoids mix with the fluid to create semen. Okay. So the skin's gland is the equivalent to the, to the prostate. And when women squirt, it comes from the urethra, but the skin's gland, gland is literally located right next to the urethra. Okay. okay. If a woman does not squirt, it goes into retrograde, which means it goes into her bladder. She pees it out. Fine. Women who have pronounced venous dimples. Oh, what the hell is that? What's that? Venous dimples are, if you look on your back, there are two. Oh, wait. Venous dimples, y'all. So, So, um, the the, the pelvic bones have two holes within Uh them near the coccyx. Right, okay. And those holes are called venous dimples. Okay. Mm. If you can visibly see those holes, they look like dimples on your lower back. If you can visibly see those dimples, it means that you have naturally have strong, developed pelvic muscles. Those women are more inclined to... Katie, we about the Millie Rock. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Those women are more inclined to squirt naturally without effort because their pelvic muscles are more developed. Mm-hmm. But squirting has everything to do with the control over your PC muscles or okay. p- pubiococcyx muscles. Yes. What? Right? What is that? The, the PC muscles. They're the muscles that the pussy basic- muscles? Not the no. pussy, the PC. So the, these. <laughs> These muscles are also a part of your vagina, but they are the, they are, yeah, the pelvic sling. They help hold all of the uh, organs inside of your pelvis intact. Oh. Exactly. Ovaries, bladder. Thank you, Nurse Jay. Uterus. Yes, thank you, Nurse Jay. I know, right? Hey, Nurse Jay. So, wait. So, so where's the, where's the G spot in all this? I don't know, but my thing is like this. I I, I hear exactly what you're saying. I think you, the scientific way, it all makes sense. And listen to you saying. I'm I like, didn't okay. even get to how to do it though. But I'll just I, I, explain I the biology. How to do it. I need to he get knows to how to do it. All I know how to do it is do it, and I and I know that every woman can do it. And a lot of the women I run into, they they don't know if they can do it or not, and I show them that they can. It's willingness. You know I want to know. We're going to talk about how you show them because I want to know about it's that. It's willingness, but I want to hear the rest of the scientific piece. Yes, please. <laughs> so. You know, every woman has the ability to do it because every woman has the same, well, for the most part, unless you're hermaphrodite or something, but for the most part, every woman has the same biology. So it's completely possible for women to do it, and every woman does it differently. Some women can do it easily from clitoral stimulation. Right. Some women do it easily from penetration. Right. The average woman's not going to do it easily from penetration because most women don't even orgasm from penetration. Look, but G-spot stimulation is the way that the average uh, sex educator is going to suggest that you um, use in order for her to squirt because the G-spot is actually located right near the bladder. And the G-spot mm-hmm. is just a collection of nerves that when they become engorged with blood, they get hard. It feels like the ridges of a walnut. Mm-hmm. If you stimulate that, it's within two inches of the vagina. <laughs> if you stick your finger in... <laughs> so you, you were right, it. Dash. You yeah. were right. Now listen, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this, but... She's saying I'm like, yes. But listen, so G-spot stimulation is how they... On, on, on 
average, uh-huh. okay, on average, uh-huh. women squirt from that stimulation. Put put your finger or two fingers in, curl them up mm-hmm. as they come hither, and you swirl, not just stab, because uh-huh. you got to swirl, massage that spot, swirl and it will encourage her to squirt when she is fully aroused, but you not... You feel it. Like you can, she, you feel can feel it. it. You can feel it with like something in the stomach, something, something up in. No, it's hard. Like you can feel it. I can feel them pushing. Yeah, or there's something inside contracting. But not reading, every then... woman is comfortable with G-spot penetration and I stimulation. And this is the part that I had to. <laughs> this is life. the part that I had to to mention because, like, I am a woman who is not particularly fond of G-spot stimulation. Okay, but Why? I'm a squirter. What? Oh, so... I'm a squirter. Okay. It does not feel good to me. I oh. squirt from clitoral stimulation. Okay. Okay. And if you want to squirt from clitoral stimulation, there is a spot called the U spot that is on the underside of the clitoris, right right above the urethra, that mm-hmm. if you stimulate that spot, mm-hmm. squirting is inevitable. But that spot needs to be stimulated with lubrication because it is a mucous membrane. Mucous oh. membranes are very sensitive, and if you do not touch them with lubrication, it will burn. And it will mm. hurt. So if you're giving head, you want to give upward strokes underneath the clitoris in order to stimulate that spot, or you can stimulate it with your finger. It's very tiny, especially if you have a woman that has a very teeny tiny clitoris head. If you have a woman that has a, a larger head, it's easier to find. Uh-huh. But stimulating that spot can bring on squirting. And sometimes squirting is involuntary. If you're penetrating and she's feeling good and she's relaxed, especially when she's on top, mm-hmm. you can stimulate that G spot. Because I've squirted being on top a few times. That shit feels ah, lovely, wow. lovely. Oh, about it. So I've had, I've had stimulate. It's so warm. I've had. So warm. I, it's so warm. <laughs> I, I've had he's thinking back right now. He's like, oh, that happens to us. Cozy. It's like. Uh, it is very cozy. I've I've had I've had squirting situations from being on top and from penetration, but most of the time when I squirt, it's from clitoral stimulation. So every woman's different. So the stimulating the G spot is the the general typical way to make a woman squirt, but she has to be relaxed. Yeah. And if a woman has control over her pelvic muscles through kegling, it makes it even easier. Kegels, kegels, kegels are life. Kegels matter. Kegels are life. life. So, I'm a naturally, you know, I think I think it's because I have narrow hips. I'm I'm just a naturally tight person. Like I can have yeah. three C sections. I mean, I can you do have three C sections. Yeah. No B backs. What's no that? No B backs. Vaginal birth after C section. No. Yeah. No. Three C sections. Come tight from three girl. generations naturally of medical professionals. <laughs> yes, medical <laughs> professionals. <laughs> she came with the same medical target. No, 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 V-backs, all C-sections, and I'm very, you know, it's intact. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so I feel like, I mean, I I can do them now because, you know, aging, Mm -hmm. I can do them now, but I've, I've always been able to stop my flow like that. Oh, well, you're good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I'm yeah, good. you're good. Yeah. And so, like, like men get, oh, my God, it's really annoying. It's not even, I'm not even lying. It's really annoying how, like, the average man is so goddamn motherfucking pressed <laughs> to make his woman squirt. And I'm like, listen. Yeah, what is this? Relax. That's why I brought it up because it Relax. just feels like Relax. a trend. Relax. It feels like a trend. It is a trend. Oh, right. I don't like trends. Yeah. It's so much yeah. of a trend 
that the UK government commissioned. <laughs> oh God! To Wait, have government commissions people. For the like, royal, the royal family. Listen, the crown. They had. They had a study conducted in France about squirting, and this was bullshit because Twitter went up after this. They tested five women. Five. Just five. Just, 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 Only five? Five is not just, an indicator. Just five. They tested five women in France to see if squirting was real or if it was piss. <laughs> I thought it was oh. pee. I don't know <laughs> They concluded. <laughs> I'm learning something today. They that squirt is piss? Off of five women. That does not count. Twitter <laughs> went up. Twitter is not piss. It's not piss. Anybody that squirts or experienced squirting knows it's warm it's luxurious. It's kind of sweet. It's clear. It ain't got no smell. Right, it don't smell like pee. Can a woman mistakenly having continence during sex and pee instead of squirt? Yes, yes she can. Yes. My porn friends told me a secret about the squirting in the videos that all these guys watch and they're so obsessed with. And that's why they want their woman to squirt now. Because yeah. they pissing on people. They're pissing on people. They're pissing drinking, on people. Drinking hella water okay, before wait. the shoot Speaking and of which, peeing. <laughs> um, you want to chime in on that? Because you, you have a particular method. Yeah, I have a method. mentality around what y'all even talking about. Like, I, for me, I'm ready it's to not hear like it. a uh, brand Lead in, thing. Lead in Dash. To, women come to me and ask Dash, me to make them squirt. Dash, lead into the mic. Oh, excuse me. A lot of women come to me and ask me to make them squirt because they don't know exactly how to squirt. So a lot of times I end up showing them how to squirt. You know what I'm saying? I, I tell them a lot, to, a lot of times I feel like women can't make themselves squirt because... The I always say, I always say like this like I feel like there's a button that you need to hit. You know what I'm saying? I always say it as like this there's a place you need to hit where it, it makes all that happen at. And a lot of times women can't really get to it because you know the fingers are too short. The I mean, logistics. Like, you know, you gotta... Logistics, you gotta like break your wrist right. to like get there to, to get it in the right spot. So it's always easy for somebody else to do it besides you. So I get a lot of women that come to me and they want to squirt. Or I tell them I can make them squirt in thir- in sixty seconds. They tell me they can't. I, I I guarantee I can make any woman squirt in sixty seconds. And they say and they say no, you can't. And I said you want to put some money on it. And I take their fucking money straight up. Hold up, we gotta find a willing. Uh, I know a Do willing volunteer. Volunteer. Because you know what hey. she. But but listen. Hey, but the thing, but you know the cool thing about it. Seconds? I didn't know what I was doing. All I know is I do both at the same time. I do the split, the clitoral stimulation, and I hit the button well, on the inside. Maybe, maybe then. At the same time. Maybe then. And maybe when I do then. it at the same maybe time, he's, maybe he's right. It shit pops open, but I, you know, I, I know it has either one <laughs> or the, you know. Millie, you hear this, right? Maybe he's right. Maybe he's right. I, I, you know, look, you. It's possible. It's possible. No, 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 no nipple simulation. Just the two things. Um. Well, that'd be kind of hard because. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like an octopus, so I'm, I'm, I'm all over you, and I, I, and, I, and, and I, I pay attention to, to the women. Really, I have a, I pay attention to women. You know what I'm saying? So as they're moving, as I, I can tell when they're not feeling good. I can tell what makes them feel good, and there's certain things I'm looking for. So when I do certain things, I see. When I see that they're liking that, that means just go do that more, do more of that, and I just I work it up and warm them up. You know what I'm saying like when I tell them to make it score in sixty seconds, I don't just jump in and pussy and work it for sixty seconds. I build them up to a certain point and then. You know what I'm saying? Wait, did you see through. his hair? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Oh, I was. What was that? It's like 
You know what I mean? Like, oh my First God. Of all, <laughs> wait, we got to start talking into the mics. We real loose. We real loose on this show. We real Hopefully loose. Hopefully the editing comes through and can fix all of our slackness because we we're, were very like, slack oh, oh. today. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot going on. Happy yeah. New Year, y'all. Yes, Happy but, New you know, Year. And um, Wait, no, because I haven't been on since last year. Happy I New know. Year, everybody. I Hi. Know. Listen, New everybody year. celebrate life. Live life. Sure, Love life. Sure. Go ahead, keep going. Yeah, so I mean that's 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 been one of the things I've I've been able to, to tap into that I thought that was uh um I think the, the thing that really got me into it was I um I don't know if you guys ever heard of a magic wand. The what? A, a toy called a magic wand. Oh, the Hitachi one? Oh, the, re- the rechargeable that you plug that shit in the wall. Be like, yeah. Zzz. Yeah, they, they have some chargeable, but I don't do the charge. I do the ones you gotta plug in, the, the real deal. Like in I mean, only is way. it like the that vibrator thing with the whole the round thing at the mm-hmm. tip and like yeah? A, it has a big you head know, on it. let me talk about I'm that. That. I, I, that thing just looked like it looks intimidating. I'm like that thing is gonna crush my clit. Like, what am I supposed to do with that? I don't. Well, I don't think I don't find it. Well, what I do is sometimes I, I take a girl, I tie them in positions, and then I take the I take it and I put it. I don't see how it's so strong. I don't have to put it on your clit. I can tie it. I tie it to your legs and to your thigh and the inner thigh and put it. Right, right on that shit. Like really, just barely touching it, then turn it on. It really, don't have to, it don't have to be on it. I put it. You put it right next to it. You don't even have. I've to be... seen the videos like this, and uh-huh. I've and I've seen I've with seen the rope. Yeah, and just been like, that's a thing. Huh? Yeah, okay. yeah. I just look okay. at them big old contraptions, and I'm just like, that well, shit like it, a, a, it a, a, a food mixer. It doesn't mixer. go in you. you know what I'm saying it goes it goes on top, so it's 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 big, but it you know some people see it and be like, oh god, I ain't putting that thing in me. Like, listen, it's not, take it easy. It's, relax, it's not for relax. penetration. This is for you know it goes on the outside and <laughs> stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I like it as a show thing. So what I would do is when I, when I do a lot of my shows and do my lot of my, my um my events, I'll I'll take it, I'll wrap it up in pla- in plastic wrap, and then mm-hmm. I take the plastic wrap and tie them tie the plastic wrap in the, you know what I mean in in the Tatachi into the right place, and then I just walk away. You know what I'm saying? I just walk. I really? Turn, I can turn the shit on and walk away. I go in my in my my clients. They already know. Once I once I tie my Tatachi on, I'm gonna raid your refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> You over, you can't do nothing so wait, like, these are private clients you're yeah, talking about. I have, I have a, a ton of client, a, a private clients. So we're Charlotte. talking to Sir Dashington. He is a an artist, a dom. He's a. Are you a daddy too? You're a daddy. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm a biggest like, daddy. It's so funny. I'm a, I, I'm a real daddy. Like I have real grown ass kids. <laughs> You're a father. So like it's <laughs> weird. Like, if somebody say daddy, I'm like, yeah. I, I gotta figure out how to respond to them. Because like, wait, I have a lot of young so, women that come to me, 22, 23, 24, 25, calling me daddy. And I'm just like, my daughter's 20. And she right. called me daddy too. So this is a little weird for you. Not really. My daughter, she she knows everything I do. She'd be like, my friend wants to get... I'm like, no, your no, friend... No, your, your friend, friend will do friend no such thing. If your friend right. is 21, don't even bring it around. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But, um, yeah, my whole... My kids all know exactly what I do. My family knows what I do. Even though they're really religious. You know what I'm saying? My dad right. will drop me off at the strip club. I'm like, hey, I'll you later, Do your son. thing. And do your thing, son. So you're you know? from the South, right? No, I'm from Brooklyn. You're from hey. Brooklyn? Oh, you live moved, in the South? I just, moved, the down I just moved down there... A year and a half now. Oh, okay. Maybe a year and three months. I saw Brooklyn. We all, there's nothing yeah, to say there. Yeah, we already know. Well, for the candle. people who don't know, Brooklyn, <laughs> right. Um, so we have um, Tayomi and Najim back, and we're actually about to close out the show. I think we covered a lot today, Alori. We covered so much. Like, I'm... Yeah. 
I'm super pleased with the show, and I yeah. hope that we'll see you guys again soon. I hope that everybody's going to come back for, like, another installment of everything that we've done, because this was great. Yeah, like, um, just to recap, we spoke with um, with Tayomi's wonderful, beautiful husband, um, Najim, Najim, um, about his, his books. Did I say his name wrong? Hey, that was a combination of a, the first and last right. name. Najim and Najib. That's a cute name. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Najim. Nice. You know, nice. Asalaam. And, and Najim in the Quran actually means the star. The hey. star. Oh, Jesus. Where's the kitchen? We spoke with him about Najim. his book. Najim. Tell us about the book and where we can find it. The book is called Love is Not a Game. It is on Amazon in ebook and print format. You can email us at realloveacademy at gmail.com. Again, that's realloveacademy at gmail.com. If you want a PDF, we're offering it for this listenership. So we look forward to hearing from you. Just email us. And, uh, and what about the yeah. church? Real Love Church on yeah. Saturday. Church. Real Love Church every Saturday, Real love everybody. Church every where, Saturday where does it at, at 11 a.m. Eastern. We broadcast through Zoom broadcast. If you would like to register for free, to join us on our uh, mission in Real Love Church, all you have to do is put in all lowercase bits, B-I-T dot Lee, L-Y. So B-I-T dot L-Y slash Real Love Church. Nice. And you can register. You will get an alert to your email every Saturday, one hour before we broadcast that our church is going live. This is not a church rooted in the Holy Bible. It is a church rooted in A Course in Miracles, which translates to A Course in Love. So we will be giving you practical solutions for everyday, typical issues that people will experience in relationships and love and in life. And we will be covering topics of sex and money in our church. Hey. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can show up as you want, naked, clothed. You can have coffee, tea, hot chocolate, hot toddy. A cocktail, whatever. Show yeah, up to the brownies. church. You will be ble- a blunt. Yes, I will be I'm about to say a weed brownie. No, <laughs> that, that, look, I got Don't it in my know. bag right you now. What are you talking about? Right here, the smoke yeah. kit is always on deck. I will probably be high at our broadcast on Saturday. Which is lovely. Just Tyomi's saying. You smell the dank right now. So, um, what's next for you, Tyomi? Oh my God, everything. Like, we are going to be traveling internationally to Australia and Nigeria Beautiful. this year, the UAE. Where in Nigeria are you guys going? Probably Lagos first. Yes. Very nice. Okay. Um, And we Side are job. also, of course, the Real Love Church is our thing. I'm going to mm-hmm. be launching um an adult sex education website. Okay. Featuring some of my favorites, Rock and Shay. I love them dearly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be utilizing them more this year. Um, and, uh, books, I'm going to be publishing my first books in 2018, uh, traveling with the Exotica Expo. We Mm -hmm. have Mm -hmm. Denver, Colorado, which is lit. I would suggest anybody that loves sex and weed to be there because we get high as shit. I'm wait, trying to when? Get, um, that's the woman Dem- I was telling you about. So when, when, I know, but wait, yes. when, when? So our March, Denver right? show for Exotica is April 7th through the 9th. Oh, be there. I'm in there. It's lit. Okay. You need to be there. Yeah, and if you want to teach, and be a part of the dungeon. I'm the plug. Uh, no, he can. We're going to talk. We're going to talk, yeah, because I'm sending out an email because tomorrow to everybody who wants to teach. If you want to be there, be there. It's, it's lit. I mean, if you like weed and sex, 
Denver is lit. We have Denver, Chicago, Miami, Florida. Miami. 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 Lit. Do Miami. Yeah. Yep. Miami gonna be lit. The Yams. It's in July, so it's gonna be hot as fuck. And then Edison, New Jersey. So if you're on the East Coast, you can join us at the top of November. Mm-hmm. And um, just... Of course, more articles for CassiusLife.com, more articles for Glamorotica101.com, more videos and tutorials for my YouTube channel. College tours. Uh, College tours we're doing. um, More work with the National Coalition for Sexual Health. Um, Just really getting out here and pushing and advocating for sexual health, sexual wellness, sexual freedom um, in the name of love. And, you know, just making the world a better place. One post, one podcast, one picture. one picture right, at a time. And, yeah. Well, we are very goal. grateful. For, for those yeah. of you who are just joining, um, mm-hmm. we are speaking with Tyomi Morgan, a.k.a. Um, the Glamazon. Sexpert. Sexpert. Extraordinaire. Sex goddess. <laughs> Um, she's making out with her man right now. Her they husband, just got first married. of all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Her husband, they just got married January 6th. <laughs> so they're still in the they're still in the in the phase. Ain't no phase. Ain't no phase. They in it. They in it. Life. They in it. Do you want to say anything else about the article? I don't I don't know if you Yeah, shoot, to... go for it. Because uh, what question do you have? Because I know you brought it up earlier. I don't know if which got it. which article the uh, the one about my husband and I practice free love. Yes. You know, on open relationships. Yes. 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 Um, so quickly before we close, I wanted to talk about because I'm a big I'm a big Sorry, advocate of um, of non monogamy, and so I wanted to the article that I read that that Tommy wrote about non monogamy, um, how you guys are succeeding with it. I'm just curious to know if you could explain to the listening audience what it is you mean. By free love. So the only way that we could describe what love is, which is free, is to describe it as free love because people do not understand any other concept but that the world has had to develop different um, categories for themselves in what it means to be free in love. So being non-monogamous, polyamorous, poly... Uh, amory, polygamy, open relationship, friends with benefits, blah, blah, blah. People have had to create different labels for themselves just to be able to express love, which is free. And so when I said in the article that my partner and I practice free love, it was just a way for the public in the, the programmed people, which we all are programmed from societal standards, to understand what it means. And we don't practice anything specific. We just love each other and everyone in our lives. And we express ourselves in the way that's meant to be expressed, which is to love everyone the same. Do you have other romantic partners? Sure we do. And we also have other partners. My sister's a partner. Uh, 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 Lord. Hair Rap Chronicles is a partner. My My man Dash is a partner. Uh KD, you're a partner. Jason and, and... Chris. Chris. Jason and Chris are partners. You know what I'm saying? And so we have multiple partners in life. It's not just romantic. And what's interesting is that people love to put the spotlight on romantic partners instead of realizing that you have multiple partners in life. Your fucking mailman and also your banker at your bank who cashed your check 
are your partners as well, but you don't want to honor them because they don't not they don't take the form of romance. Right. So, okay. um, we practice love. Naeem legit loves me the same way he loves Jasmine and King, who he's taking care of in times when he's worked with me at Exotica and DB Passion and Davia Frost and anyone else who are my partners in love mm-hmm. when we are at Exotica and we're working. He's taking care of everyone the same way he takes care of me, including my sister. You know, she she can attest to this. Naeem, the love that he, he shares with me is the love he shares with everyone. And that is how love is supposed to be expressed. But the society that we live in and the egos that we subscribe to wants to make love special, which is really insidious. Because when you make love special, it isolates, it closes you off, and it expresses everything that is opposite of love, which is freedom. So we say we practice free love, but really all we're doing is loving everyone in our life, bless you, the same as we do anyone. And we don't need the titles and the rules and the boundaries that come with a lot of the titles that are out there that uh, people who subscribe to non-monogamy subscribe to. And I quote, non-monogamous is all in quotations, polyamorous, solo, poly, swingers, triads, and quads are forms of unconventional romantic relationships with people are practicing what is considered to be Open, open love. love. Yet within these relationships, there are still rules, rules expectations, expectations, and obligations that ignite, ignite jealousy, arguments, arguments possessiveness, possessiveness, and plainly put, specialness. specialness. And I had to put that in that article because people believe that because they are subscribing to these titles that they're actually living free and they're not. How are you living free as a polyamorous person when every single person involved has to know what's going on with each and every single last person that is involved in that dynamic? That's not free. You're still checking in. And everybody still has to be in accordance and consenting to the activity that's going on. Well, that's interesting because um, you brought something to my attention, if I might. Um, So I, I tell everybody, like, I practice polyamory for, like, one week. (laughs) <laughs> right with a good friend of mine we were engaged at one point to be married and he's always been poly right uh-huh. since we, he was like in high school I was like you know a little bit older than him and um, and so now he doesn't even subscribe to that title because what he subscribes to is similar to what you're talking about right and he's just being I just, he's just being right and I still am like but we had a contract you know <laughs> I was like contract? you said you know X, Y, and Z and so I just couldn't get it you know Capricorns you know we like laws oh you're a Capricorn yeah. Yeah. Oh. wait wait yeah. everybody get the session we like oh he's so and he was a Capricorn. He is a Capricorn too. So, you know, I'm like, but we had a contract. So you're really learning me something today because I didn't look at it that way. I was just like, honoring, love. Love yeah, is free. Yeah. Love is free. Yeah. Okay. Now, granted, we're going to say this as well. We are not saying that if you use these forms of relationship, that there's anything wrong with that. Sorry, y'all. It's not. It's not. (laughs) They dogging me on the camera. If you use those forms of relationship, there's nothing wrong with that as long as you know that everybody's free. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If love is at the center 
of any of those dynamics. That's all that matters. You don't control anyone. You don't own anyone. You don't owe anyone anything and no one's obligated to you. As long as you can remember that and you remember the freedom that comes along with love, it doesn't matter what form your relationship That's takes. That's going to force people into therapy. Because most, well, the, ma- the masses of people can't. The, the, the masses, I'm not talking about me, because I'm there, but <laughs> the masses of people are just like, huh? Like, what? Of course they are. But, you know, that comes from, but yeah, they're programmed are, through, through, through religion and society. <laughs> and so, but, okay, overall, I'm just, you know, devil's advocate. How are we going to overcome this? By remembering the truth about who you are. And let me tell you this. Most people will not overcome this within their lifetime. Let's get over that. Right? right? The people in this room, we're here for a purpose. We are are professional uh, advocates of love, love educators. We're on this. We're not hobbyists. Mm -hmm. All right? Mm -hmm. Then nobody put um, a man on the moon by being a hobbyist astronomer. Like, yeah. oh, you know, let's go, you know, on, on weekends. <laughs> let's talk about going to space. Let's like, no. The moon. Yeah, no, we, we do this full time. We're committed to this. Mm-hmm. And it never, ever, ever in the history of mankind took everybody in order to accelerate the consciousness of everybody. It took either one or a few uh, very, very intentional, deliberate minds who were totally dedicated to what they did. The, the light bulb, the alternating current, Nikola Tesla, all the, the phone that you're using didn't come out of everybody in the room or everybody in the university or everybody in the city saying, let's get together and make an iPhone or let's get together and do anything, the mm-hmm. idea. And what happens is if you destroy that iPhone, then the idea that made that created it will create another one. So it's not even about the form yeah. of it. It's about the content. And our content is to demonstrate and remember love. We will accept the atonement for ourselves. That was our lesson today in The Course of Miracles. We remember that... Atonement is what? Atonement is loving correction or the undoing of our programmatic perception. And that rhymes. Mm -hmm. So we are here to demonstrate that in our relationship, privately and publicly, we decide to do it publicly, as in this radio broadcast. Thank you yes. for Thank your you. inviting us Thank and you. for Thank having for the purpose coming. of Thank this. Thank you for sharing with us. Yes, because it's healing. Yeah. This is it medicine. Is. It is. We thought of, we, we were talking about that, like what our purpose was, like for yeah, the we show. Yeah, we were talking about that last night. We were like, okay, talking about we... that last night because we're not like all these other things, but we really want to inform people right. and help, right. you know, create and a dialogue. And conversation. And exploration. Conversation. Yeah. yeah. So listen, I think we got to go. We've been yeah, here. We're way over. It was wonderful. It's time um, Dash, we're gonna have you back because mm-hmm. you're a guy, and we need like guy mm-hmm. guy expertise. Yes. I'm gonna put you in a room with a couple of other dudes, and we're gonna go to town because men oh, need the education. That's what it's about. I, I, a lot of what I do with a lot of guys. I, I feel like I'm doing it. It's, it's for the ladies, but at the same time, it's a lot of for, for men the guys. need it. We the need more male education. Take more time with their women and spend more time. Pleasure and pleasing. Yeah, go. I look forward mm. to that. IG, sir, da- uh, what, IG again? Erotic Wolf by Dash. And as usual, you guys know where to find us. Thank you, Tyomi. Thank you for having thank me. You, everyone, thank you, Jenna. And, um, next day, Al. <laughs> <laughs>